Every day we have plenty of opportunities to get angry, stressed or offended. But what you're doing when you indulge these negative emotions is giving something outside yourself power over your happiness. You can choose not to let little things upset you. Unlike the internet, Facebook and social media is not a public space in which all content is equal. It's a private company. We must accept the fact that Facebook controls what content you see according to the almighty algorithm and of course your own personal interactions. It acts as a sort of broker of the news and current affairs for the majority of the population which means that our newsfeed is fast becoming our primary source of news. Its primary goal is to sell you advertising. This may be either in the form of a sponsored ad or a boosted post. A function available to those with a business page. You've all seen those sponsored ads in your newsfeed, right? Yes, we will get to those and we will talk about them a little bit later on. But they know what you like. It does this by getting to know you and then Facebook sells that information back to its advertisers whose primary goal is to sell you their products or services. And that's okay, it's business. But this is where Facebook is clever and you want to pay attention. Where newspapers can only target broad demographic groups based on language and location and to an extent education and level of income, Facebook has the capability to narrow your target market down to an individual level based on demographics and everything that your likes and comments are telling it. This is why you need to consider your own behavior and reactions. Everything contained within your Facebook newsfeed is curated and presented to you by an algorithm seeking to maximize your engagement by only showing you the things that it thinks you will like and respond to. The more you engage and respond, the better the algorithm gets at predicting what you like. Now, when this comes to news content and discussion of the news, it means you increasingly only see material that is in line with your shared interests. So essentially, what you're going to end up with are news items, advertisements and posts from friends all blurred into one interface, merging into a single stream of information the good old newsfeed. So, when you get hacked off at seeing the same old posts, don't be angry with people. Reflect on your own habits. One of the reasons we have such a hater and social envy culture on Facebook is because people continue to engage with the things that piss them off. Isn't that interesting? How often do we go into shops we don't like or shops that don't serve our purpose? We don't really do that very often, but we do it all the time on social media and Facebook. Many of your friends and connections on Facebook will usually be people who you have some real connection. Classmates, neighbours, family members and work and industry connections. So what does this mean? Well, for sure, some of your close networks will often share your broad demographic profile, education level, income, location, ethnic and cultural background and age and all that kind of stuff. But what is clever is that you guys might be Facebook friends with your Uncle Dave whose political rants and tirades all over Facebook threaten most family celebrations. Don't you just hate it when that happens? But 
if you ignore his posts and cease to engage with him, his posts will start to disappear from your newsfeed or your echo chamber. Now, over time, this means irrespective of how you are connected to somebody, your feed gets narrower and narrower. It starts to show you less and less of the content you may disagree with or find distasteful. And if Uncle Dave asks you to like his posts or your mother gives you a hard time because you're ignoring him on Facebook, now you can tell them why you don't engage. Because, hey, you don't see his posts anymore. These two responses, engaging and ignoring, are both driven by the invisible hand of the algorithm. And there you have it. They have created your echo chamber. So what exactly does this mean for you as a marketer? Well, it means be careful with what you like and engage with because that will ultimately be the thing that you become hypnotized by. Now, there's nothing wrong with hypnosis or being hypnotized as long as the hypnosis is designed to strengthen and motivate your ideas and drive you in a direction that you want to be going. But it also helps when considering your target audience and the type of people that you want to be attracting. For example, you may not want to attract drunken louts or negative people. Therefore, don't post pictures of yourself being a drunken lout and don't be negative. By that same token, don't keep liking your drunken friend's posts or you're going to keep seeing them over and over and over again. Now, I'm not saying it's not okay to go out and have a good time and party and, you know, get a little bit tipsy or, or even have down days. But consider your brand and the message that you want the world to see. You cannot do and say what you want and have what you want at the same time. I just want you to think about that. Divorce your personal antics from Facebook and your social media brand it might not be beneficial to your target audience. After all, top brands in the world don't post about their Christmas party exploits, and there's a reason that they don't.